Never look back on your past with regrets. Your future does not live there. This is the Prepare for Awesome podcast where we educate, inspire, motivate and empower you to strive higher, push further, give more, do more, be more as you become all you possibly can become. It's the science of motivation. Hi everyone, this is the Prepare for Awesome podcast, episode number nine. My name is Vic Williams and I'll be your host for the next 15 to 20 minutes as I share with you some ideas that are designed to educate, inspire, motivate and empower you in your daily life to encourage you to live a life worth living. Not one that's just filled with endless pursuits that have kind of no lasting value or legacy. So on today's show, we'll be talking about you and your past and we'll look at what association it has with your future and how you can use your past to your advantage. So I trust that you're well and that each of you are having a fantastic day as you develop new skills and habits which are transforming you into the person you want to become. Don't forget to send me your stories, which is always great to hear. It's great to uh, hear what's happening with you, what you're doing. You can do that by following the links uh, in the show notes, uh, or you can just send me an email at vic at vicwilliams.net, or just head over to LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn, and you can send me a message there. So, you and your past. What does your past have to do with your future? Does it influence uh, who you are today? What impact does it have on who you'll become tomorrow? Let me just begin this kind of discussion um, with the following statement, I suppose you'd call it. You are responsible for your life, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and for the results you get in your life and in your business. It's your responsibility. And you have the ability to stop and change anything that you have control over and are responsible for. So, for example, if you're unhappy with your thoughts, you have the ability to stop the way in which you're thinking and change it to be what you want it to be. From today, you can think the thoughts which will make you a better person, a more successful person, a strong person. This is within your control. Once you take responsibility for your life, your thoughts, your actions, your attitudes, you will begin to change your results and be in a stronger position to respond well to those circumstances over which you have no control. So, for example, um, you have no control over the thoughts, actions and attitudes of other people, whether they are close to you or you've never met them before. You've no control over what the oil price does or the decisions of the prime minister or president in the country you happen to be in. You have no control over the decisions of a drunk person or somebody that's stoned out of their mind when they make the decision to climb behind the wheel of a car and drive. You've also got no control over the taxes you pay as they are set by the government and you just got to pay them. It's as simple as that. So, You can't be responsible for these things. However, you are in full control of your thoughts, your actions, and your attitudes, as well as how you respond to the uncontrollable stuff. Now, with this in mind, let's talk about your past. 
the past itself and your past and 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 how it sits in relation to the future now let's be honest right here in the beginning it would be extremely weird to live in an environment in which your past has absolutely no impact on today or impact on the future now this was recently suggested to me by someone who's i believe got a, a high degree of education uh, and it just didn't make sense it just sounded weird so it's not going to be uh, the right thing and it is not the right thing yesterday you made decisions and took actions on those decisions without knowing what today would bring whether those decisions prove right or wrong um, they are out there and they'll do whatever they need to do and you will have to accept responsibility for those outcomes of the decisions you made those outcomes could be obvious in a day or two and may even be inconsequential or they may only manifest themselves in a month or two months or a year's time or two years or five years or ten years and could in fact come back and bite you in the rear end that's just the way life is we've all heard people say that you can't change the past uh, and that the past is in the past you may have heard people say don't live in the past or you've been accused of living in the past and while i completely agree with these facts and ideas and i've used some of these phrases myself we all have to deal daily with the consequences of our past actions our past decisions thoughts attitudes and even the consequences of things we had and have no control over you see the past is an inescapable reality in our daily lives today and as we move forward which we need to understand and deal with the experiences of the past are the filters through which we look at the future and our results uh, in the past affect how we perceive the challenges of tomorrow we use the past as a measure for the plans we set out and the future we envisage for ourselves our families our business we use the past to judge our current success or to define the success we want in the future we use it as a measure for the house we want to live in in five years time or the holiday we want to take next year or the year after we use our past experience or perceptions as a protection mechanism against our present and future circumstances clearly the past plays a massive role in our daily lives and in the future we envisage and there's nothing you or i can do about that fact the simple fact is that your past, all the good, all the bad, all the ugly, makes you who you are today. Whether those things which happened in the past were in your control or not, they are in the past and you can't change them. You can't change the actions that were taken. However, as you learn from them, you certainly don't have to live in there despite the consequences let me explain what i mean firstly living in the past means carrying with you all the baggage of the things that happened in the past wherever you go all of your regrets your hurt your negative perceptions uh, your negative or um, i don't know untrue beliefs about yourself all the things people have done to you and said about you and things you've said about yourself all of that stuff 
which makes up your past, is dragged around with you and constantly replayed over and over and over again in your mind. That is what carrying the past with you is all about. But it also includes all of your past successes and triumphs. Those things which went well, dragging those around with you can also be living in the past. Dragging the past with you can make you an extremely uh, bitter and angry person. It will manifest itself in so many areas of your life that uh, for many people can almost become unbearable. This baggage can become so weighty that it drags you down to a place you really don't want to be. However, your past can and should be a great educator for you and other people and can be a useful source of good information if it's used correctly. One of the probably greatest inventors of all time is quoted as saying, I have not failed I have just found 10,000 ways that don't work. Now, whether he was the one that said it or not is not the question. The question here, rather, is was he right? Or whoever made that statement, were they right? And the answer is yes, they were right. He was right. Why? Because the sentiment behind that statement is so right. You see, if it was... Um, uh, Thomas Edison that made that statement. He was using his past experience to learn from and to work out a better way of making his goal achievable. When something didn't work out, he asked himself why it hadn't worked and how he can perhaps solve or um, create a better way of solving that issue. And then he applied those lessons he'd learned to his next attempt. And that is where the value of the past lies. Now, I'm not a, a huge basketball fan. I don't know that much about basketball. But I've watched it and I've seen guys play. And I think, like most people around the world, I've heard of the name Michael Jordan. He's quoted often. He's often shown as, as, as one of the um, premier stars of, of basketball through the ages. Now, for those of you who don't know who... Uh, Michael Jordan is. Here's a snapshot of his life. He's considered to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And it is said that he, through his actions, his attitude and the way he played the game, almost single-handedly re re uh, redefined the idea of a basketball star. What, what a basketball star is and should be. Um, he played most of his career for the Chicago Bulls and he led them to six titles and was on five or six occasions I think it was five it may have been six where he was nominated as MVP or most valuable player he's a businessman now he's an actor and a billionaire and his name is mentioned easily along with all the other NBA stars that we may have heard of or you may know like Magic Johnson or Shaquille O'Neal and LeBron James However, this is not his whole story, because his story included failures, many times in which he did not succeed. His first marriage failed after 17 years. It's said that he lost more games than most other players will have game time. 
uh, he missed more goals than the average player even takes shot or shots at goal. And he missed every time he was asked to take the game-winning shot. I think it was 25 or 26 times that he was asked to take the game-winning shot and he missed. You see, he viewed his past as a stepping stone to the future success he wanted. Every time he was on the court or in training, he was learning from his past mistakes. That didn't mean that he always succeeded, but it meant that he was continuously learning and getting better and wanting to improve and develop himself. He did not live in the past. He did not live with the regrets of the past. He did not live with those things holding him back. He was determined to succeed and to keep moving forward. Now, why would I mention these stories and these people? Because they made the choice to learn from the past and then to let it go while moving forward with the future. And you can do the same. But the question is, how? Well, here are five things you can do which will help you down the road to letting go of the baggage which you may have been carrying around over your life. Number one, stop assuming the past is on auto-repeat. Every day is a new day with new challenges, new opportunities. Nothing is the same as it was the day before, except that is for your thoughts, attitudes, and actions. If you assume the past is on auto-repeat, you will have learned nothing from your past failures, from your past successes, and will respond in exactly the same way as you did previously. And when I was in the financial service environment, um, it was always said of investments that the past performance is no guarantee of the future direction or the future growth of that product. It is an indicator at best and can be a deceiver at worst. Now, the same is true about your past. If you assume the past is on auto-repeat into the future, you will almost certainly be wrong. Just because something turned out badly yesterday does not automatically mean that it will turn out badly tomorrow. Ask yourself why it went wrong and what you can do to make it better. So that's number one. Stop assuming that the past is on autopilot. Number two, stop punishing yourself for the past. You can never let go of your past baggage if you constantly remind yourself of those things which you've done, both good and bad. Many people live in the kind of, I wish I'd done X, Y, Z 10 years ago, then things would be so different now. Or if only I'd had this information when I made that decision last week. The fact is, Everyone I've ever met has regrets about their past, whether it's past associations, past friendships, decisions, jobs they have taken or not taken. We all have regrets. For example, I wished, or I wish, should I say, um, that I'd never smoked. But the fact is I did. And living now, worrying about that does me no good at all. There may be consequences of the smoking that I did. I, I was smoking 60 a day for 20 years. But those consequences may only appear in 20 years from now. But I can't live with that hanging over my head for the rest of my life. So let these things remain in the past. That's where they belong. So that's number two. Number three, it's safe to think about your past, to analyze it, and to understand why you made the choices you made. You see, if you stop punishing yourself about the past, 
you can analyze it critically, dissect it, and discover what you can do better. It has to be that safe place. A safe place in the sense of you no longer feeling guilt, shame, embarrassment, or pride for the successes or the failures of your past. You've recognized these things have happened and you've accepted responsibility for them. Learned the lessons you can learn and you have moved on to today. It also means that you have forgiven yourself and you've asked to be forgiven. If you've offended others, if you've done things that's hurt, hurt other people. That makes this an environment, a safe place for both you and other people. So that's number three. Number four is recognize that there are things you can control and there are things you cannot control. You see, in spite of the best plans we draw up, the best long-term vision we may set out, and despite the best efforts we put in, we all know that there are so many things which are beyond our control. And these things can and very often do cause the best laid plans, visions, and efforts to fall apart. I did mention um, some of these uncontrollable things a little bit earlier in the podcast. And there are so many things which can go wrong, which we have no control over. But even more importantly, can't or don't see coming down the road. For example, uh, as a golf fan, I don't know anyone who could have foreseen Tiger Woods's back injury problems as a result of redesigning his golf swing. It was part of what he was doing. He had to redesign his golf swing because of a knee injury. But I don't think anybody actually foresaw the injury that it may cause to his back. But it happened and he had no control of it. That's life. However, what you can control is your thoughts, your attitudes and your actions. Exactly as Tiger Woods did. He worked hard to come back to full fitness. And um, his return to the game is, has been long. It's been difficult. But if you watch him play now, the spectators still gather around to see him play. But he only accomplished it by being responsible for his thoughts, his attitudes, and his actions. So that was number four. Here's number five. Recognize that you can change your future. Success means so many different things to so many different people. For one person, it may be having, I don't know, 100,000 pound in the bank. For another person, it could be that their family is fed every month. And for another, uh, it could be discovering the cure for cancer or how to create better prosthesis or anything like that. I mean, that could be success. You see, it's not for anyone else to define your future success in life but for you to define it. Which means that no matter where you are right now, it does not have to be like that eternally. It's about being who you are and who you know you can become. Whether you're the wealthiest person on the planet or the poorest, tomorrow will almost certainly be different from today. It will be set up with new opportunities and new challenges. The same as yesterday and today did. What will define your success will be how you respond to each day by grabbing the opportunities and working through, around, over, under those challenges. The ability to do that begins by understanding that the future need not be the same as the past. And understanding that the power to change the future, to be different from the present or the past, lays in your hands. So there are five things that you can do which will help you 
down the road to letting go of the baggage you've been carrying around with you. And this week, I want to encourage you to identify your baggage and to work through that process of letting it go. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. It's been fantastic chatting with you again. And I look forward to doing that again in the next episode. And again, as I've asked uh, over the past few episodes, would you please go across to Apple iTunes and leave us a review? Five-star reviews are great and it really helped to keep the program moving forward and getting it out to more people. As I said, thanks again for your time. I do value your time and thank you for taking the opportunity to listen to what I've been sharing today. I trust that you have a fantastic day and remember to be awesome today.